What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have some interesting, interesting recaps to discuss today. Uh, I spent a good chunk of yesterday evening watching the Blue Jays and Yankees play uh, because you know there's been this storyline about the Yankees kind of fading, uh, you know, slipping away. Honestly, down the standings, they, they're down to 500 now, and the Blue Jays, on the other hand, are going the opposite direction. They are playing really well, and they're currently in possession of a playoff spot. So yesterday was a head-to-head matchup between both these teams, and the Blue Jays won yet again. They got a scrappy 2-1 to victory, which pushed Toronto's lead over the Yankees for second place in the AL East to three games. And the the Yankees are 14-21 and against everyone not named the Red Sox this year. They're 7-0 against the Red Sox. 14-21 against everyone else, so they're an even 500, 21-21 on the year. And um, the Blue Jays are using this next-man-up mentality. So yesterday it was outfielder Jonathan Davis who hit a two-run homer in his first plate appearance of the year. That was all they would need for the 2-1 victory. Jonathan Davis was just recalled from the alternate training site. He was called up to replace Teoscar Hernandez, who had been raking this year. Hernandez, uh, you know, he's tied for fourth in the big leagues with 14 homers. You bring up a small, you know, speedy, defensive guy, and then his first play appearance, he hits a home run to left center field. A very unlikely contributor, but that's what happens in, when you have kind of like this next man up mentality. And it's that same next man up mentality that the Yankees used last year to overcome all their injuries, but this year they're not able to do so, at least not to this point. I mean, they're in trouble at, right now. They, they, are, they are honestly at risk of falling out of the playoffs altogether. So... The, the the Blue Jays keep keep trucking along. Taiwan Walker started for them. You know, he threw four innings for them, and then um yeah, that two run shot off of Jonathan Davis bat was all they need, and the bullpen took it from there, and they were able to lock it down. But I mean, when I was watching this game, Gary Sanchez, this dude is struggling. I can't believe, like I mean, I, I saw the numbers, I knew it was bad, but when you actually watch him play, you you can tell something's wrong with the guy. Uh, he, he looks completely lost. He's striking out almost every other at bat. I mean, his his strikeout rate's like almost fifty percent or something like that. It's like ridiculous. I think a couple of days ago I saw the number it was like forty eight percent. And then, I mean, at least in, in the one at bat that I paid attention to for him yesterday, he punched out, and then he dropped a pop up. You know, he, he dropped a pop up behind home plate. It was just like wow, poor Gary Sanchez. He can't catch a break right now. Things are just not going well for him. Um, but. That's what the Yankees have to deal with at this point in time. Um, yeah, so Blue Jays defeat the Yankees, score of two to one. Blue Jays improve to twenty-four and eighteen. They have a three-game lead over the Yankees, who are second place in the AL East. Moving on, Nelson Cruz, Nelly Cruz, has made history with two more home runs in in yesterday's doubleheader, one in each game. He's now tied for the major league leading home runs, 15 homers. He's tied with Trout and Tatis. We have to realize that Nelson Cruz is 40 years old. He's 40 years old and he's having the... So each of these last two years have been the best years of his career at age 39 and 40. Of course, it's going to raise a lot of eyebrows, a lot of question marks, because how do you have the best years of your career at ages 39 and 40? It doesn't make any sense at all. And this is also somebody who's been tied to PEDs before. He's been caught using performance-enhancing drugs. So obviously, people are going to be very skeptical 
wondering, is he doing that again? Is he using something again? How could someone be putting up, you know, the best power numbers or the best numbers of their career at the age of 40? It really doesn't make sense. But nonetheless, he is the first player of any age to homer in each half of a doubleheader three times in a season. He's done it three times this year now. I mean, so he, when he hits them, he hits them in bunches. Um, and yeah, so he, he's done it. 15 bombs on the year, leading the major leagues. Nelson Cruz, everybody. Sixto Sanchez, the prospect who went over to the Marlins in that JT Realmuto trade. You know, he's now pitching in the big leagues for the Marlins. He's paying dividends and he's looking really good. He's looking really good. Uh, you know, it was his fourth big league start playing the Braves yesterday. He's pumping 100 mile an hour gas. And um, yeah, it's it's absolutely filthy. So Sixto Sanchez and Jacob deGrom are now the only starters with multiple 100 mile an hour punch outs this year. He punched out uh, Ronald Acuna in the first inning, 100 mile, mile an hour fastball up in the zone. And um, yeah, this dude... Just has some high octane stuff. He's the Marlins' number one overall prospect. He's the 22nd overall prospect in baseball's top 100. And the early returns on his big league career have shown that he definitely deserves to be in that NL Rookie of the Year conversation. He has a 1.80 ERA through, you know, his first four starts here. So six shutout frames last night for him against the Braves. And, you know, it's just a high-octane fastball that's like 99 miles an hour to 100. And, you know, he's got slider changeup. That's really what he does. Fastball, slider, changeup. And this win last night helped the Marlins get their first series win in Atlanta since 2016. The Marlins are now 19-18. and 18. They're two and a half games behind the Braves in the NL East. Uh, they're also 3-2 and two on the road trip. So the Marlins, Marlins are looking good right now. Uh, still hanging around you know, and being relevant. Matt Joyce, Jorge Alfaro, and Garrett Cooper each went deep with impressive blasts, really. Uh, Matt Joyce had a 106.2 exit velo, Alfaro 105.9, Garrett Cooper 109.3 mile an hour exit velo on his blast. So Marlins are, are slowly but surely, you know, um, making progress, making progress and, uh, you know, they're they're working their way into, I mean it's so it's so weird to say that not not contender status but um, obviously because it's a shortened season now let me say working their way into relevance they're becoming more and more relevant for sure. I mean if you look at the teams that that no one expected to do anything for example the Orioles, I mean the Baltimore Orioles are just one game below 500 right now. One game below 500 they're half a game back. Of that second wild card spot, They're, they've only, I mean, the Yankees are twenty one and twenty one, the Orioles are twenty and twenty one. They're half a game behind. The Orioles are half a game behind the Yankees in the AL East. Yankees have lost five in a row. Orioles have won four in a row. That is where things stand right now. So things are getting interesting, ladies and gentlemen. We will be seeing some, some pretty, <laughs> some pretty interesting postseason races as we near. The stretch run here. Matt Olson hit his 100th career homer. Uh, he obliterated it yesterday, but it wasn't enough as the A's lost to the Astros five to four in the second game of a doubleheader. Um, I mean, 
Olsen has definitely developed into one of the game's most prolific sluggers. I mean, 100 career homers. I mean, he put it into the second deck to give Oakland a 4-0 lead. They weren't able to hold on to it. It was a mammoth shot, 112.5 miles an hour off the bat, 418 feet for the distance. But, I mean, it's, it was his 399th career game. So he reached the 100 homer mark in the second fewest games in A's franchise history, putting him between, you know, the Bash brothers, which is Mark McGuire, who did it in, in six fewer games, and then Jose Canseco did it in 51 more games. But Olsen also became the 11th major leaguer to reach 100 career homers in fewer than 400 games. So he, he's a, obviously a power hit. I'm surprised, actually, that this was his 100th. I thought he had more than that already because I'm just so used to seeing Matt Olsen hit 30-plus bombs. But then I have to realize he hasn't been up in the major leagues as long as I thought, I guess. I mean, Matt Olsen is 26 years old. Okay. Yeah, um, drafted in... 2012 out of high school and he's been up in the bigs i mean his first full okay I, I see i see it now his first full season wasn't until 2018 um he burst onto the scene in 2017 where he only played 59 games but somehow hit 24 home runs in 59 games that's what i'm remembering 2017 he had 24 home runs in 59 games and, and 162 games in 2018 he had 29 bombs and last year, he had 36 bombs in 127 games. So he, he's only played 399 games. That's, what, you know, that's less than, that's obviously less than four full seasons. That's less than three full seasons. He's played less than three full seasons in the bigs at the age of 26. So even though he's a little older than you would expect, he doesn't have that many games under his belt. So on a home run per game basis, obviously, you know, 399 games for 100 home runs, that's basically, you know, that's basically one home run every four games, right? So that's that's a pretty a home run every four games, that's like a forty that's like a forty homer pace for a season, which is which sounds just about right for Matt Olson. Matt Olson, which is why I thought he had more than a hundred at this point. But I digress. They split the doubleheader against the Astros. Astros stopped their skid. They had lost like six in a row before winning the second game of that doubleheader. Finally, uh, you know, riding the ship, but, you know, Astros have some work to do because the, the A's have a pretty commanding lead on that AL West. The Padres hit another grand slam yesterday, another visit. They paid another visit to Slam Diego. Mr. Will Myers had another granny. Um, so Will Myers has been with the Padres since arriving there in 2015. Um, I mean, a lot of people have focused on his struggles since getting to San Diego, but now, I mean, he's this year he's actually pretty pretty decent. He's hitting 297 with a 973 OPS, both career high. So he's more than pretty decent. He's excellent this year, and the Padres are actually World Series contenders. Would you would you would you believe that? But he hits a, he hits a grand slam yesterday, and helps the Padres get a 14 to five victory over the Rockies. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously they're paying him a lot of money. They try to they try to get rid of him in the offseason, try to dump him, salary dump him, but nobody really wanted him. So he's he's stuck in San Diego, but he's playing well this year. So give credit where credit is due. If you look at his stat cast uh, numbers, you can see he's hitting the ball really hard. His barrel rate um, and his and all his all his expected stats are up there, which explain why his his real stats, you know, the average and the OPS. Are what they are so his numbers are legit 
He's looking really good. Um, last month, Myers was one of the four Padres to hit grannies in four consecutive games, which is where they got the nickname Slam Diego. He hits another grand slam last night. Uh, Austin Nola, three-run homer. Manny Machado, two-run double. The Padres roll on their way to a 14-5 victory over the Rockies. Well, I'm just going to end that today. Uh, that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.